the Hoffcast. Yo, welcome back to another episode of the Hoffcast. And that little hiss that you hear uh, is my return guest. I'm back. By popular demand, we'll say. <laughs> as she takes a sip of water immediately as we begin. <laughs> Am I begin. not allowed to drink some water? I mean, uh, take a sip before we get on the <laughs> microphone. The wife, Sarah Hoff, is I'm here. I'm like Brad Pitt. I like to like... Drink things uh, and eat things while I talk. People will not allow. Uh, that's <laughs> fine if you're looking at Brad Pitt, but when you just have earbuds in, nobody wants to hear. People you say suckle I look like Brad Pitt. I don't know if that's a compliment. <laughs> it's not for me. <laughs> that you I'm would marry a man sleeping with Brad Pitt. So we're <laughs> gonna just ignore that you said that, and now you picked up your coffee. All right, take a you sip. You picked up your take coffee. Take a sip. I think I did it out of reaction from what you did. Because I'm go ahead, being take natural. your sip. Let's I'm see if the natural. people enjoy this sound. Oh, everybody's tuned out immediately. Good Lord, we're less than one minute in. Okay, here we are uh, back back on the podcast. Episode number 122, still missing episode 100. I promise it's coming. This is February. Oh, because it's never good enough? Thanks for listening. Uh, This is uh, February 5th uh, of the year 2024. Mm -hmm. And we are, we've broken our sobriety. Yes. (laughs) We almost made it a full month. Definitely built it up. Better than what it was. What? The sobriety? The breaking of it. Yeah, yeah. That wasn't worth breaking. I was like preparing it all, too. You you were like you, your dad. I was being like breaks. my dad. Yeah. This is Sarah's <laughs> dad when he, because he won't really drink until five. Like, I don't know. He's like thrown that useless gauntlet down upon his life, even in retirement. I can see it. Yeah. When you're working, you're like, yes, I'm not going to drink on the clock. Yeah. That's why that five o'clock comes. It's not just because some magical thing, five o'clock. It's because, well, we're not going to drink on the job. Yeah. We're done with our work. Let's start drinking. But your dad, even in retirement. He's fashion has maintained the five, but he will begin preparing for that drink at 4.30. Yep. Well, I I remember, I think I'm a lot like my dad in this sense because he would even, I remember him starting to dust, like get rid of dust, you know, because it doesn't look great and light candles. What, dusting the house? Yes, I remember my dad dusting and vacuuming. And lighting I, candles, preparing for a booze? I don't know if it is in preparation of that, but it like makes, sets the mood for a cocktail. Well, I the, don't like seeing... I have a different mood. I don't... You know, it just feels a little less classy if your house is in shambles and you're, all, you're like... Well, I think that's the perfect to time the to drink. <laughs> <laughs> I can't deal with this Nick, crap I'm having to drink. that's the way a hobo drinks. But anyway, we... So we drank, and it wasn't worth it. I didn't care. It didn't... I, it, it wasn't good. Yeah. It was a very... It, there was you too didn't much like my put cocktail? on it. It was put... No, it was fine. You didn't like the taste? It was fine. It was very sugary around it, the rim. Oh, sorry. Well, I figured you'd like that. Well, it's like really, Sour Patch. You really blew it. <laughs> yeah, I... You know, it's it was it was fine, but it just felt like we were drinking just to be drinking. Yeah. It didn't but feel like Nick a Allen. celebration or something. Yeah, we called your brother. We typically we wouldn't talked. have called him. Uh, not that loser. No, but we we don't typically call like family on a school night, like late at night, because they're on a different time zone. By the way, you your brother is listed in my phone as Trip Rip, R I P, because he's been dead to me three different times oh, in our triple relationship. Triple Rip, Trip R- Rip, Nick Allen, because oh, yeah, it. he doesn't. He goes through these periods where he won't answer a phone call, won't return a text, and you go, you know what? This, if life, this is a one way relationship, then guess what? I'm out. And instead of deleting his phone numbers because he's family. Uh, but let's just think about this, though. 
is it are you just having too high of expectations because we have a phone on us 100% of the time and we don't have landlines think about if it were a landline how often you'd get somebody's answering machine yeah, so what? They'd call you back. They'd be happy to see that little blinking light. Maybe. Well, plus, we don't really understand that But world. you could only call them if you were at home. So, like, imagine in a world where you can only call people while you're at home. But this was the 90s. Home. Nobody was going anywhere. There's no long <laughs> right, just drive. at home. You have long drives where, where like, you're just doing nothing. Answer, I think that's a cheap answer call. My, answer my phone call. That's Even a if cheap it's call. to say, hey, I don't have time to talk. Are you okay? Maybe I'm in a ditch. Maybe maybe well, I've got sure. 1% on my cell phone and you're the one person I thought <laughs> this guy You're not going to call my brother in Florida. Well, not anymore, not after he shields my calls. But don't you think though that a home phone call if you're at home calling somebody at home from your cell phone, that's a real magic yes, call. Yes, I have infinite possibilities in my world. Let's have a conversation. This is what I choose to do rather than I'm stuck in the car entertain me monkey yeah <laughs> yes i get it i get it but so much of my world is in the car or traveling yeah sure that it's still i feel like i understand you have more time though than other people because they're in their homes doesn't matter answer your damn phone especially people who have kids yeah by the way i have deleted people's phone numbers for not answering my oh, phone calls oh man after you have a, no after grace but listen listen if if How i many feel times? Ah, like once i don't know <laughs> And then I've added You've it done back. It. <laughs> and then when they text me, the phone knows. Fantasy They're like, Nick, and perhaps gentlemen. this is this person. You go, eh, all right, I'll talk to that person. Like, you can't just delete. I would like to delete. And then when they call, I genuinely look at that phone number like, who the hell is this? I don't call anyone. That's what I would like. I'm terrible. I don't call anyone. I no, hate the you're phone. you're a bad friend. I just don't like to talk good. to people on the phone. I would rather talk face-to-face or... Uh, well, I also think it's my environment because I, who wants to talk to me when I'm like, hold on, what did you say? Wait, everybody, be quiet. Wait, what? Sorry. One of my, one of my favorite conversations again? was when I, I was on the phone with my sister Leah. Stories. Go ahead. No, it's fine. You. No wonder you suck at talking to people. You interrupt them. You, you were talk interrupting over the top. me. No, I was interjecting. Ladies and gentlemen. There's a difference between an interject and an inter- interrupt. I don't. Have a period, maybe. Interject. <laughs> You've got a period, and, it's, <laughs> and then you interrupt a lot of people. Um, no, it's there's a difference between interjecting and interrupting. Interjecting is adding flavor. Sure. And yes, anding. Interrupting is, I'm done with you. Let me move on. Oh, okay. I get that. But wait for the person's thought to be done. Oh, God. I'll be waiting for hours maybe. for you. Dear God. Takes another sip. Another sip. Anytime not- Sarah's silent, you know she's drinking something because she's not not running that <laughs> yap otherwise. Um, yeah, so broke it. I don't know. It just it doesn't have the same. Uh, it when when we put on it like, oh, this is why we're drinking is because we're breaking the end of dry January. It just it, it wasn't a fun. Uh, but enough I was reason. done with my work week. It wasn't a fun enough reason. I was done with my work week. It was kind of a. I am never done with work. Yeah. I could always be doing something. I mean, I could always be doing something. There's too. always I'm, wiener jokes that need to be written. I'm part time stay at home mom. Part time stay at home mom. And I mom. got the. Actually, the real triumph was is that I got everybody to do their homework well in, a, in a very decent amount of time. Like, there was still a lot of night left. I didn't have a kid at nine saying, I forgot to write my paragraph. You know what? If our kids came to me and said, I don't want to do homework anymore, I don't think we should have to do it, I would agree with them. I think that you're wrong. Well, that's fine. Because sometimes you have to take mindless 
but I felt the exact same way. Work home to do. But if it's pointless, if it's mindless, why are we doing it? Well, you think a lot of things are pointless and I'm, mindless. I said that, it when I was their age. I said, I'm at school for eight hours a day. Teach me what you need to teach me and let me go live my life. But there are some kids that need it is the thing. Like, I agree. And there some kids are some don't. Kids, if I don't need it, leave me alone. I know. But then you're somehow getting a hall pass. Why don't you just like Indy could. Society jam- doesn't treat us Indy the same could, when we leave school. Why Indy would we could hammer be- his homework out in five minutes if he wanted to? Well, yeah, because it's simple he doesn't for need him. it. He doesn't need it. But so. now May needs it. <laughs> May, our little, <laughs> all right. Let's our not little put May on blast. Dream. She's not. She's just younger than the rest. She is. She was the youngest that we put into kindergarten, and maybe six months too young. Maybe, but she was ready socially. She's just because of the social aspect of school. I think she's not paying attention. Yeah, she's not dumb. Well, she's getting I just don't it think now, she pays but attention. yeah, it took her took her some time to like learn to to sit there and and focus in. Also, it's kindergarten. Kindergarten, what? You learn your colors, your numbers, you're done. Yeah. <laughs> Call, <What>? Count it. <laughs> Just insulting every think... single kindergarten teacher out there. <laughs> Wipe their butt, teach them their numbers. Oh, it's a lot of classroom management. and Yeah, getting the kids to read is tough. I think they all read. Yeah, well. Well, most of. of them. Well, most they of can who? read. You're most talking of, about our Most kids. kindergartners read, even though I don't think you have to read until first grade. Oh, Okay. Well, at any rate, yeah. So it, I, I didn't feel the need to drink, but we're now we're. Yeah, it was a letdown, and I felt terrible the next day. Did you feel terrible? I did. I well, felt not as good. I felt more anxiety the next day. I had a I had to teach four year olds the next morning, <laughs> and it was a wild four year old class. And I just felt myself in the middle of the class when, and I had like popcorn, nobody listening. I got like hot flashes. I got anxiety, and then I started to feel nauseous. See, these are not good things. They're not good things. I don't think that would have happened had I not drank the night before. Like, it was like a wave but overcame me. You said you, you heard some scientists say that it takes six months. That's what I heard of on Of not a... drinking mm-hmm. to actually reset your body. Is and that your true? brain. I don't know. I don't know what the science is behind body it. And brain? They showed a picture of a, a doctor looking at a picture of a brain, so you assume that he's doing research. <laughs> This is the thing. We hear these things online I now, know. and nobody knows if it's real. And there's... you're like, oh, yeah, look, there's a picture of the inside of my brain. It I... must be true. Remember when I read that one thing about rice, and I was, like, sending you things? Like, we shouldn't be eating rice a day after it's cooked. <laughs> the, the rice, it was like they came up with something. It, it, was, it was arsenic. Like a, some, there's arsenic like... and white rice. We should. Oh, no, brown rice, you said. Don't eat brown rice. We well, should be eating white rice because there's something. There's arsenic. There's something about that white rice is actually better for you in brown rice based on the levels of uh, chemicals that are in it or something. But to grow no, it. The one that I set, was sending you was that uh, they were like, there's mold on rice. Immediately, like, eat it right after you cook it or don't eat it at all. Like, throw it away immediately because there was this thing back in the 1960s where rice was moldy. They had to put this rice act in China or something. Or, yeah. You know, because people were dying and getting all these diseases because of moldy rice. I was like, throw out the rice. We didn't eat the rice immediately. Yeah. Get rid of it. And then I kind of quickly realized that's probably not. Right. And then you go to the grocery store. You're like warning me about all these things that cause cancer like you know that stuff you put on the carpet that smells good that's giving all of us cancer that you know the detergent that we use 
cancer. All those cleaning products. You know are the dry shampoo cancer. that you gave me, cancer. And then you come home with a barrel full of neon orange cheese balls. That's food. That's perfectly edible <laughs> deliciousness. Okay, but I'm not eating the stuff that's coming up from the neon carpet. orange. That's not a good color. Neon to orange eat. is from nature. Okay, <laughs> that's a nature bound cheese and ball. mac and cheese. You'll come home with mac and cheese, like because it was on sale, one dollar a box. You bring six boxes home. Don't act like you're not buying mac and cheese. Sometimes one time Nick went to the grocery store. And there was a sale on frozen vegetables, and he brought 10 packs of frozen vegetables It was home. 10 for $10. There was, there's no room in my freezer for anything but frozen vegetables. <laughs> Listen, you're getting that healthy goodness. It's flash frozen. so That's how you grocery shop. In. Boom. Uh. <laughs> yeah. Now we're here, and our parents have both now called us. Mm-hmm. Over the last 24 hours to check on our well-being because it's raining in Los Angeles. washed away here, people. <laughs> it's, it's, it sprinkles like the 10 news days is right. a year. Fake news. And it, I, it must get national headlines. They're like, L.A. is washing away. Yeah. And they're like, "Are you? is everything okay? Are you getting a lot of flash floods? I'm like, I don't know. There are a couple puddles out there. Yeah. We're My fine. kids got their shoes wet. But that's, I think, what... I the don't news know if, is. That's what it does. Is that the news or is that just our parents like worrying about us because they're our parents? I think that's your parents and my parents having time to watch news a lot more than they used to be able to. And so and the news has to exaggerate everything. They got to have something to talk about. Listen, we're sitting here. You, you look at the rain. You wish it would wash away these vagrants. No, the vagrants. Uh, we got, I mean, everyone knows Los Angeles is kind of overrun, not overrun, but there's a lot more homeless. There's a lot more than you'd think. And I had the uh, interaction with the homeless oh, guy yeah. this this last week. Sarah and I were- Are we going to talk about mulch guy uh, again? What, yeah, listen, we already covered the mulch in the last episode. If you missed it, go listen to episode 121. We got rid of it, though. We, we moved all the mulch. We distributed it throughout our gated community. Probably 20 plus wheelbarrows each. Yeah, it, was, it was a lot of work, but we, you know, we, we got hauled. the exercise for free, so you know, yeah, felt good doing it. Wasn't it. You, like you kind of liked it. You kind of liked it. I love it. hard. I like outdoor work like that. Yes, but um, we're Feels doing honest. it. We're doing it, and it's outside of our gated community. The mulch was, and, but we're bringing it inside. So we're by the front gate, and I'm coming back in with my wheelbarrow. Mm-hmm. Which spelling still? I, I, every time I was like wheeling that thing, I was like, why is it called a wheelbarrow? Why is it not a barrel? I think you wheel. could do either one, depending no, you on where can. you're from. I think it's wheel Southern borrow. people call it a borrow, and northern people call it a barrel. I don't think so. I think so the if true you were, spelling of it, like if you go to Home so Depot to buy Yankee, one. So if you were a Yankee, it's a barrel. No, if you're going to Home Depot to buy one, it's borrow. Because Home Depot is from the south. Actually, I don't really know that. but I don't think so. <laughs> makes Look, sense. Yeah, B-A-R-R-O-W. Well, look that's because, up. That's because back in the day, nobody had one. They're like, let's up. go to the one guy with the crate on a wheel. Let's borrow it from you him. You mean the guy let's that- Let's borrow his it wheel. It's probably a guy that was like making illegal whiskey. He cut the barrel in half and put it on some wheels. It's not a barrel. And now it's a barrel. It's a it's, wheel barrel. You're wrong. I, I, wish, it, I, I wish you were right. Steve's I agree that it should be. making moonshine and one day needs right. to lug more. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to recommend. We're going to Hoff recommends right here. That uh, we switch the name to Barrel. Don't think twice. Take his advice. This is Puff Recommends.
barrel sounds better. Borrow. Like what are we borrowing? We we don't need to hold on to that one. If we're if we're gonna change history and we're gonna tear down statues, we might as well change the words that don't make sense. They already are doing that. I also want chomping at the bit, not champing at the bit. It's champing. Yeah, I, I'm I'm over it. We're now chomping, well, chomp- and we're and we're barreling it. But from chomping now, is what people most say. From now on. If we say it on the podcast, we are going to intentionally say it wrong, which now we believe is correct. There's lots of words that change because people most commonly... Well, we just changed two of them right now. But I think they've already changed. No, I... I don't think that we're changing it. we are changing it. Okay. Okay? (laughs) Tell the rest of the world to shut it and listen to us. You guys get to hear Fantasy Nick a lot, don't you? Listen, okay. (laughs) Well, here's what you said to me when when I was... was, being accosted by that vagrant, that homeless guy. Okay. So we're doing. I'm I'm pushing the wheelbarrow. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And and I'm I'm heading back toward our pile of mulch, and I look over and there's this homeless guy, which normally you see him, they kind of look ragged and like you know malnourished. This, this guy homeless was guy looked like the male guy in Elf, where he's like, "You're my best friend." A little bit. He a looked, little bit like you know that guy. He looked like he looked like a balding. Who was that redheaded guy that was from the north in Game of Thrones? You know what I'm talking about? Like no, that's John really Stark's specific. buddy who was like that big, burly. Oh, yeah. The guy who has the guy. burned face. No, no, no. That's the hound. Oh, the hound. Yeah. No, I'm talking about like the big redheaded guy from uh, I don't remember him. Game of Thrones. Anyway, I, he I had, think like, he was long, north of the wall. I think hair. he was from north of the wall. But this guy came. I mean, he looks like a bigger dude. And yeah, he's wearing, he had like, like a long trench coat and army boots. Yeah. Anyway, I I walk out of our place and there's this uh, mailbox right there, like one of those blue ones that you can mail a letter or yeah, they open up. Um, And I look over and he's got a liter of like Coke, probably in a little. And he is no, there was no. You he wouldn't think... have been doing this because he was took the bottle, this giant bottle of pop, and he was pouring it into that mailbox like uh-huh. just here have a sip mailbox but he's doing it i can tell he's not like thinking the mailbox is thirsty yeah he's, he's being be a, a prick yeah. he's being a prick about it and i look over i'm like this senseless piece of garbage just because he has you know obliterated everything in his life to the point where mm-hmm. he's this now he's got to do this for he the ruined rest everybody's I mean, mail kids mail things to the grandparents and that thing but yeah look, so I, I just look at him with this look like dad eyes. piece of garbage he gave him dad i eyes. gave him dad eyes and he looked and he saw my disapproving face yes he did and he and did it not took like him back it. to his childhood he did not like it so he starts <laughs> letting me have it with all these expletives which i will i will uh reserve for a later date but uh he starts just yelling at me and I just don't even break my stare. No, nope, he giving. doesn't. And I get scared. I'm like, well, these guys have guns. Sometimes. Yeah, you're right behind me with your wheelbarrow. And and uh, this guy's yelling at me. And I'm like, no. And I just keep looking at him like, no, no, no. You're being a pile of garbage. You knock it off. Mm-hmm. And I don't say anything to him, but he starts kind of walking toward me. And at this point, I'm like, okay, this guy's kind of big and he's obviously out of his mind. If I have to fight him, I will. But mm-hmm. there are shovels 10 feet over here. Yeah. I'm going to grab one of these shovels and I'm going to go to town on this dude's face. And this is my thought, like not not as like the aggressor, but as a defender. Yeah. If I have to, I'm not going to fist fight this guy. I'm going to get a shovel and, and see how much he wants me. I think more. Yeah. And I didn't have a phone on me. At the time, what are we gonna so do with the phone? Call nine one one. Nine one one. Casey gets out of control. I've called nine one one. Their response time is 
dog crap. Yeah, but typically they already have had calls when you call them. They're like, oh, yeah, we know about it. Yeah. Well, at any rate, so, he, I stood my ground and I just kept that You've stare, done that before. And he walked away. Nick's I got think, a theory, I think, that he thinks if he parents these homeless people or whatever you want to call them, vagrant, homeless. We have a friend that's unhoused is what we're unhoused. Our friend calls them hobos, which I think is a little <laughs> endearing. Like that's the nice, yeah, hobos a nice gent put it. hopping trains going from one town to another that maybe like does a little odd jobs here and there. Yeah. Just picking up some has the handkerchief, work. Has the handkerchief on a stick. You know. Polka dotted one. Yeah. Polka dot handkerchief. Yeah. But these guys are not they that. They do. They- There's something, I don't know, mentally. Of course. Happening like in a in an aggressive way. Sure, but as aggressive as they are, they're still so insecure that they're unable to get a job that they can hold down in a house yeah. or whatever. Or they're on drugs, which I think in, people on drugs are probably insecure. Well, Be- sure. I mean, they're a little nervous. God that knows why you they might know that it. they're on drugs. Yeah. And then Those they're are- seeing things. Maybe they maybe he looked. But that's the second homeless person that I've parented in that way where I just look at them with disappointing eyes and they move on. Yeah, and like the woman that was yelling expletives when kids were getting out of school. Yeah, yeah. Well, the, her I actually talked to. She, she, I said, I think I've talked about this on the podcast, but her, she was just yelling. One of these people with Tourette's or something, but she's just yelling the most horrific things. Yeah. Uh, expletive laced. And I just walk out there and I looked at her and I said, hey. And she looked at me and she yelled at me and I said, no. Mm-hmm. No. And she just goes, <laughs> no, okay, no. sorry, sir. And walked away. And yeah. that was it. Um, and this guy... He didn't say sorry, sir, but he didn't come any more steps closer. I think he saw, I think he wanted to intimidate me. Yeah. And thought he could. And then I wasn't after a few steps. And he thought, well, I'm not, mm-hmm. I'm not going to, you know, go down for this. Well, like before I came out to LA, well, even when I came out to LA, homeless people were people you saw on the streets. They'd be sitting there on the sidewalk, maybe holding their hand out for money. Maybe you'd see one in a cardboard box. Today's homeless are like the homeless that we saw in Spokane when this was the first set of people I saw like this where they were actually kind of it's organized. capable. It's a community. Yeah. They were making houses out of tents. They got themselves of, an HOA. <laughs> There's a board. They were just doing things that I was like, oh, well, yeah, that would make sense. If I were homeless, I'd be doing that, too. But before, homeless weren't doing that. They weren't making houses. Well, maybe they just all finally learned. plywood cause, and cause stuff. We had always said, like, you'd see a homeless person in Chicago or something. You'd always say, boy, if I were homeless in Chicago, I'd save up all my money and take a bus to Somewhere Southern warm. California. Yeah, or Florida. It's warm. And so maybe they all just heard that enough times that they did it. Yeah. And I mean, they here. say that a lot of homeless people didn't become homeless here. They came became homeless somewhere else. And we're just one of those... What do they call it? A safe state or? No, it's what do it's they call it? A sanctuary city? Maybe. I don't think that applies to homeless. I have but no there's idea. something with it. Well, we do let them have tents well, in certain rate, places. You call it fantasy, Nick. The fact that I was willing to grab a shovel and let this well, hobo have it. Well, I don't it. know if you actually would. I think you would run and tell me to run. Well, you in were right reality. there. And we had well, Scott who was Scott spread- is spreading. Quit saying last names, would you please? I'm going to bleep that. Hold on. Oh, sorry. <laughs> She's just she's newbie to podcasting. You you could say first names, but Uh, leave out people's God given names. We could say Mulch Guy and We say Mulch Guy and nobody knows, but let's just keep it out. (laughs) Keep the name out your mouth. 
You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, by the way, name out your mouth. Uh, they arrested a guy at the Grammys last night. Oh, again? A guy. Will Smith? Nope. Killer Mike is his name. Oh. Yeah, he's a rapper. <laughs> I had never heard of him until, <laughs> until he got arrested. But he... Uh, like Mike Tyson? He had just won three Grammys, too. And then oh. they arrested him for like some kind of altercation before the show. Yikes. See? Look what you did, Will. Now everybody thinks they can be you. First of all, I think they're just making up for the Will Smith incident. Oh, I think they're looking so at he's... it going, we should have arrested Will. Uh-huh. Let's not... Let's not oh, have another Smith incident. Oh, that's why they arrest, arrested him, yeah. Something like that. But also, and and I saw the video of Killer Mike being mm-hmm. being taken away. They, I think they waited till after he got his awards, but then they were taking him away. Okay. And I don't know if he's actually going to be charged with anything. But What'd he do? Th- I, that's the you other thing. You don't know they, what he did? Some security guard says he pushed him down. But I saw a video, oh. and it looked like the security guard was getting in his way, and there was, like, obviously a heated argument, but it didn't seem like... I didn't see any pushing or anything like that. Yeah. But also, I mean, <laughs> he got profiled in, like, a great way. Like, you you look at, okay, there was a fight before. Who who did it? Who yeah. did it? Uh, I don't know. It was some guy... Okay, let's check the Grammy guest list. Uh-huh. Okay, you got... All right, there's a Miley Cyrus here. We got uh, Darius Rucker, Dirks Bentley, and the Killer Mike. Yeah, kill. Well, well, let's have a conversation with Killer. So you didn't? They didn't know. They just guessed. No, they. They, they don't knew. have cameras. They knew. I'm just putting up oh, a okay. humorous hypothetical. Thanks for pulling back the curtain <laughs> and not playing. Uh, sorry, I was on something else. I was still thinking about something else yeah, over here. Come on, you gotta keep up. We're we're switching uh, lanes here, okay? I'm the Hoffcast switch- is an ADD riddle. I'm not switching riddled- with you. I'm still a couple turns what behind. What are you back at? Homeless. Uh, a little bit of the homeless, a little bit of. Yeah, I said Grammys, Will and Smith. your brain just went I'm Taylor Smith. About the, I'm still Taylor thinking about Swift. the Will Smith thing. What about it? Just that, how can you be that high of society where they just are afraid to like treat you like what they would do with everybody else? Like, what is it about Will Smith that, that they whole, were like, oh no, 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 he's probably got a good reason. The entire like, awards just, show thing. Just pretend like that didn't happen. Based upon we're going to bow down and just kiss the ass of these people. Yeah. And give them a award. Like what you why do you need Where's an award? Where's my award? I I'll get an award. I want an award. I'll have an award before you. We know should it. have an and award. And then once I am our house. Once I am the tippy top, once I am Will Smith level and okay. I'm up there, I will not agree with anything that we are currently saying. I mean, I like, think that hey, yes. if I want to slap somebody, I'm gonna slap somebody. People <laughs> do that because they're like, I already got my fan base. Listen, I'll, I'll be bigger and I, I will love immediately turn my back it on just... everything I've ever said. You want to call yeah. it Barrow? Barrow. I agree. <laughs> Let's not upset the apple cart here. Whatever the hell that means. Yeah, so, it's just crazy. I mean, there's just enough people to like a certain amount of everybody. You yeah. know, like you could be a real big garbage can. Oh, you got plenty of garbage cans. And out people there. will still yeah, watch and your, follow you. And it's a garbage. Because it's like, wow, it's fascinating to watch how somebody could be that much garbage and <laughs> still exist. There are entire YouTube channels that are based around just people doing garbage things. Really? See, I don't watch this stuff. I can't do it. I feel like I'm on cocaine when I watch it. It's like, uh, (laughs) you took me down the road. I was like, you were taking me down YouTube yeah, videos, I and I was like, something. please stop, I, I can't. Showed, I, Sarah got caught in one of my doom scrolls, because oh, I was showing her some video, which the first video was valid. I meant to show her that video, but then it was What like, was the video? I can't remember, but it, then I scrolled, 
and the next video came up and I watched that and she watched that and then I scrolled again and we watched another little short and oh then I scrolled again and you were like, Stop scrolling. We can't we can't do this. I I'm was not just doing like, this. please stop. I feel like I'm wasting my life on this. Oh, and people are. Uh, I just don't know how people can do it for hours. I can't do it for hours. I, I have a screaming inside of me that just says, Stop, stop, stop. There should be a limit on on how many you can go through. I mean, and the apps aren't going to want to give that to you. I think you can do that. Can't you do something in your phone that tells you to turn off I think this? It does. I think there is a thing that you can shut off. But everybody I know that ever has ever done that mm-hmm. has just overridden it like immediately. Like snooze? Yeah. Snooze button. Just hit the snooze. Oh, that's, <laughs> that, was, uh, that was my previous brain that set that up. Yeah, I'm fine. That, I know what I'm doing. It's called your alarm clock and it's called snooze. Remember when uh, snooze buttons used to be like so much bigger than every other button on the entire alarm? Yeah, and they, that that has turned us into doom scrolling. Is the fact that that like the off button and the change station button on all those mm-hmm. old school alarms were like these tiny little knobs, and then the snooze was like this giant mothership Over, of a button, yeah, right in the middle, like just. You can find it you in can your sleep. You just take your little paw and just slap you it just down on it. Reach over and slap the shit out of your. Out of yeah. your uh, but you put your alarm, alarm clock in college across the room because I was doing that. So I was, was just not reaching over with. and snooze, 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 snooze. And so eventually, I realized, oh, you're missing a lot of class. Mm-hmm. We got to put this across the room. Somehow he managed to graduate. I'm a genius. But remember the alarm clock sound, though. If this isn't a testimony of how fragile minded we are is the sound of our alarm clocks these days. Like back then, and everybody prepare yourself, take a deep breath, because I don't want to cause anybody anxiety. But it was, and it would just shudder, make you shudder. And now it's like, yeah, now, wake up, darling. like chimes. We have become soft. We have become with soft. How, it's just might as well just come over and just kind of like stroke the hair behind your ear. Yeah, somebody like, go blow some warm air the on morning, my yeah sunshine. I mean, our kids. What did you try to wake them up with today? <sighs> Neil was like, "Stop it, Dad!" I you have to you go teach most days of the week. So I you wake up the kids. This morning I had to wake him up and I thought, okay, you know, I'll play a song for him. I'll play a, <laughs> a good morning song. So I just, like, YouTube morning uh, kids song. And I played it. And the first three seconds, my middle kid's like, nope. Don't do it. Like, that, he, <laughs> he was way less it. cordial than that. But he was like, turn it off. See, Neil likes to be woken up with just the windows being opened. <laughs> just wake him up with that. He wants to be waken, woken up the, uh, the old uh, coming to America yeah, he's still the prince <laughs> in that African country, and some like light, uh, like violin music comes on. Good pretty morning. much, pretty much. Then you just go into the bath. The royal penis is clean, your yeah. highness. Oh, don't know about that. Don't you? You don't remember that? I do remember that, but like, he's not getting woken up like that. No, probably not. Uh. But that I remember seeing that as I don't know how old I was when did coming to America come out. Mm. I didn't see it right away, I'm sure. Late 80s? Let's see. Coming to America. I'm guessing. 86. I'm guessing this is 88. Yeah, I think you're right. Let's see. Uh, 88. Boom. Nailed mm. it. Directed by John Landis. And uh, yeah, Eddie Murphy. Classic movie. But that mm-hmm. opening to that movie, I remember seeing that. As and a little kid. Giggling. And you're like, why is she washing his penis? Like, I just remember thinking like that. Like, what the? 
No, like, I remember from a very- I didn't get the very, sexual content of it. Did you? I giggled about it. Well, I don't think there was because anything Because it's like, oh, it's his it. penis. But like, I, I kind of remember thinking, this guy's doing it right. You were thinking like that would be a great thing to happen to me? This is the pinnacle of life. Neil would think, oh, I bet that tickles. And <laughs> he would be like, no. <laughs> Uh, listen, I I, uh, I remember the first time I saw it, probably laughing that they just said penis on the TV, but then also almost immediately thinking, boy, this guy's got some life. I remember thinking, like, gross, and how did she see it in all those bubbles? Yeah, there was a moment <laughs> where you go, how, you know, how she How are we doing this? But, yeah. I, when you I, didn't I, know. At a young age, I thought that's the pinnacle of life. Yeah. You've made it. When you're and that's when that's your morning. Oh my gosh, yeah, I didn't know anything about that kind of stuff for a very long time. Well, I, I didn't was, know anything about it, but I, re- I remember thinking, well, that probably is fun. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, I probably had grazed it somehow. At some point already. Somehow you knew though to kiss a girl in a closet at four. Listen, growing up young, uh, kiss your older sister. Cheering early, getting that mac and friend. cheese chest hair going. Yeah. Oh gosh! I, we grew up I, slower or faster in I the eighties. Faster, movies weren't rated the same way. First of all, what do you We're mean? Soft because of that. We tried to show May. Don't okay. do it! Don't do it! It was a poor. It, it was, was a, a poor choice, and we turned it off. On our, but on our she part. saw a little bit of blood. A bandage, I think, wasn't and we it? We tried to show our kids. She's like, the "What first is that red stuff?" Movie. And we go, "It's blood." And I mean, I thought she could see blood in a bandage. Our oldest kid is kind of obsessed with The Hobbit right now. He's reading. He's singing the songs around. Mm-hmm. And uh, and so I was like, "Well, okay, yeah, read The Hobbit." But like, we thought we could fast forward all the orc stuff because that gets a little. This real. is what you said. I thought. Well, I thought like, you knew the it. The boys well could enough. watch this. I may cannot. And we started watching it, and immediately it was I like, thought she'd this really enjoy bad. the fairies. I wanted to see too who she'd find more attractive: Orlando Bloom First or of Viggo all, Mortensen. There are no fairies in Lord of the Rings. Oh, elves! I'm sorry, They're elves. But she has like. Did you say elf with an F? Elves. Okay. Elves. Well, Come on, I, I know elves. there's a v- elves, but it's an elf. Singular if it's is elf. singular. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so. She's really, she's funny in who she finds attractive. Like, there are times where I'm like, gosh, who was it? Sometimes they're really ugly, but they're like the dominant male in the, and she'll like be like, he's handsome. Or one time it she was Dennis. She likes a guy in control. She, I guess I like she Dad. does. And then it was Dennis Quaid in Parent Trap. And she's like, I'm going to marry him. And I go, yeah, yeah, I, can, I see that. <laughs> like, I can see why. It's Dennis Quaid. Yeah, he's but a man's Dennis man. Quaid is an interesting because he wasn't like handsome, handsome. He's not like beautiful or anything, but he's got an appeal to him. He's got like a masculine manliness. I would wager that a big part of his success is that he's attractive. I wouldn't say he's like Brad Pitt or Tom Cruise beautiful, though. No, he's, he's not more a pretty of a rugged, boy. But yeah, yeah, he's not he's, pretty boy. He's the Harrison Ford. He's the kind of good-looking would... male, yeah, yeah, leading man. By the way. How that gene pool was divided is baffling. What do you mean? Between Dennis Quaid and Randy Quaid. Oh, yeah. They're brothers. Is he the younger younger one? Randy? No, Dennis. Is he younger than I Randy? I think Randy's the younger one. Really? I, believe. I could be wrong. 
maybe I feel that way just yeah, because I you knew got Dennis cousin before. Eddie and then who breaking away? Like, what's Dennis Quaid like most famous for? Dennis Quaid. Dennis Quaid, yeah. Most, I'm like know, Randy Quaid is obviously Uncle Eddie, cousin Eddie. Yeah, he he was. I mean, some that's good what things. I remember him from. But Dennis Quaid. Let's see. Randy Quaid think. was born in Houston, Texas, the son of Juanita Bonadella Nita, a real estate agent, and William Rudy Quaid, an electrician. He is the older brother of actor Dennis Quaid, so Randy is older. Hmm. Yeah, that's what I thought. <coughs> Excuse me. Um. Okay, so Randy's the older one. What is Dennis Quaid most well-known for? I know him from... I didn't know him from Breaking Away growing up. I did. That's the first thing. I, he's wearing some short, short no, jean shorts. No, you don't know. I mean, that's the first thing he that's, did, but you don't know him that's from That's one that. of that's my not, earliest Randy Quaid's. Dennis, Dennis Quaid? Quaid? Sorry, yeah, you Dennis Quaid. You watched that and you're like, that's a I leading man, I watched that Dennis before Quaid? I went to Indiana University. I watched that in high school. Yes, but as a kid, school. you saw Dennis Quaid and things. I don't... Maybe Parent Trap. I did yeah, see him that, in Parent Trap, with, you but that's that the before. new one. That's not the old one. But you it's probably saw Parent that Trap. before Breaking Away. You didn't watch Breaking Away as a little kid, did you? Mm, I didn't watch it as a little kid. I saw it in high school, probably. He was in... God, what? Oh, Did he become no. a star? What should I call it? The, the favorite movie of Dennis Quaid is uh, The Fireman. What was that movie? Where he's a fireman. Where he's a fireman? Frequency. Uh, Frequency. JC's in it. Yeah, but he was a star before. Jim Caviezel. Then. He was a star before then. What What was he best known for? Uh, I want to say some movie with Meg Ryan. Isn't he in a movie with Meg Ryan? Maybe because I mean, they I got married. The rookie weren't they married? And I guess he was in Jaws three, Yours, Mine, and Ours. Um, but what was he? Inner Space. Inner Space. What's Inner Space? Inner it's Space. Meg Ryan. Nineteen eighty seven. That's, I bet, the movie that made him a star. It's Martin Short, Meg Ryan. Yeah, yes. they fell yeah. in love. Inner Space, where he gets, uh, Martin Short gets injected into Dennis Quaid, or Dennis Quaid what? gets it. No, okay, Dennis now Quaid I watch gets this. injected. You've ne- you haven't seen this? I've never seen Inner Space, just like I never saw Training Day. He's I don't a know where pilot. I was there at. Oh, yeah, we just watched Training Day, because Sarah had never seen it. I was like, what, are you kidding me? Uh, Inner Space. I I'm, I haven't seen Steven this since Spielberg. the 80s. Steven Spielberg, oh, wow. Well, he didn't direct his, Joe, but it's Joe Dante. We love Joe Dante. He directed the Joe Burbs. Dante. Oh, I love the Burbs. Um, and like Gremlins. All right, movie Joe tonight. Dante's good. We're watching it. Inner Space. All right, we'll we'll let you know. Oh, got a bubble in the throat. Bubble Enjoy it. Throat. Enjoy the bubble. <laughs> um, yeah. This. Okay. So here's what I remember. I don't know if this is true, but here's what I remember. Uh, Dennis. Quaid. Are you gonna spoil this movie for me? Well, I think. <laughs> I've never seen it. <coughs> Dang. Boy, you are going to have all sorts of editing to do on this. This is bad. Um, Sorry about the coughing. He gets injected. I can't remember why. He gets injected into somebody else's body, and then he has to talk to Meg Ryan through Martin Short, I think. This actually looks like it's going to be hilarious. Ah, we got to watch it. I think this is going to be a comedy that wasn't supposed to be a comedy. Here's what it says. It says, a test pilot is miniaturized in a secret experiment and accidentally injected into a hapless store Oh, yeah. Clerk. This looks good. This All right. looks like it's going to be funny. Here we funny. go. We'll, we'll let you know about it next week. <laughs> Inner you know, space. It's really fun All to, one word. to watch like a 90s, like the 90s uh, suspense movies are great to watch as like comedies. All right. So here, here's your homework. For the for the listeners is to watch Inner Space before next week's episode, and that way you'll know exactly what we're talking about when yeah. we talk about. It. All right, 
Here we go. Inner space. I like it. Homework. Booyah. Give Hoffcast your- homework. Hoffcast homework. Uh, maybe that'll become a thing. And then you guys will be like, I don't need to. I've already so seen like, it. We're growing together then. We're we're bonding <laughs> over something. I, I can't wait to watch it again. It's been, I bet you. It looks hilarious. I'll bet you I saw it in like 88 or 89. I was six or seven. Oh my god! Watching that movie. So boom. Can't wait I've to never watch seen it. it. Oh boy. I tell you what, this is going to be fun. Okay. So yeah. Oh, I, I got sidetracked. We got the, sidetracked a lot. On the Grammys, but. Here's the other thing that happened, which is kind of eye roll, okay. is Taylor Swift. Oh, Tay Tay took a don't call her that. <laughs> took a uh, like a fan, like one of those like kind of like geisha type things. Oh, where geez, it, like, appropriation. <laughs> well, that's not what I was thinking, but like <laughs> to fan yourself, but you don't necessarily know that you need a fan. Yeah, you know that's one of those things. Is like, oh, it's too late. I wish I had a fan. You uh-huh. end up using the program to like move yeah. the air around your head. But she brought it, and they said she brought it. So that she could hide her mouth so that lip readers wouldn't see what she was saying. Oh, why? What does she have to <laughs> she's say? She's probably dropping lots of N-words. Oh. <laughs> I mean, what are you doing, Taylor? Why, why do you Was she to sitting hide? next to Mahomes? Did she bring him? No, but kind of get over yourself a little bit. She like, didn't bring Mahomes to these? How she? But gonna, he goes First to... of all, why would she bring Mahomes? Because you bring Because he's date? the quarterback of your boyfriend tight end? Kelsey? Oh, that's right. Yeah. Kelsey? Sorry, I was getting him Right now, she's just going to take some other married guy from the team. Take she's Andy Reid. Travis he's Kelsey. The coach. Uh, um, why does she bring Travis? He's preparing for one of the biggest the games Super of his Bowl. life. He doesn't have time to <laughs> he go doesn't want to go to the Grammys. Crap awards. He probably said no. <laughs> I'm sure she didn't even ask. If she asked, uh, then she's really up her own ass. If she's like, hey, will you come into the Grammys? She with goes me? to like, his no. games. Yeah, but she did not need to prepare for the Super Bowl of performances. She kind of did. Yeah, she's not performing at the Super Bowl. Well, but she else. did have like a couple fifty Super Bowls with all of her concerts that she did. Yeah, but that's they say that's a normal. Like they say they were. He would have come Super if Bowls. it had been a normal game. I'm sure. Sure, but and they were three hours Super long. Bowl, I don't know no how way. she performs for three hours. Maybe he was there. I don't know. I didn't watch the Grammys. I don't watch those things. But I just thought, kind of get over yourself a little bit. You're when you're bringing a fan to yeah. cover your mouth. By the way, when I saw that headline. I thought it was that she like did kind of a raffle between all her fans. I mean, like who wants to come to the Grammys with me? But here's the caveat. You have to cover my mouth when I talk. And I thought this is a weird thing. And then I saw it was like one of those. I would. Yeah. You just have to either not care because it wouldn't be fun for me to go to an award ceremony knowing that somebody's going to like at any moment. Could somebody have a camera on me? I want to whisper funny things to the neighbor. Like I love. Can we do a live podcast while watching the Oscars? Because I love being mean watching the Oscars. Like, I feel like I have the meanest cop. Not, like, really mean, but I just, I love to poke fun at the awards ceremonies. Well, they it's are, become a it's ridiculous, so much like, like they're capital just, I, Everybody takes themselves way too seriously. Yeah, yeah. You, and you, that's we, funny to poke fun of. That's why I think, as much as you don't like South Park because it's children cursing, yeah. like, I think... You would love oh, I would the love irreverence that part. of those guys because they would go to those award shows yeah. and they like wear dresses. Oh my gosh, what if they hosted and it? things like that? Oh, I would love for the South Park guys to. host. They're getting slapped a couple let's times. Let's do it. Yeah, let's line up. And I bet you they, they would, wouldn't care. They would either. get themselves in a slap tank, and, and they would have several lawsuits, and they're accustomed to that. Yeah, they're great. Those guys, those guys would do comedy at a funeral. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, I might. I could get away with that, right? You have an intuitive 
that tells you I'm not going to go up there and do my stand-up comedy bit. Right? At a funeral? Yes, somebody died. I think that is internally. I, I think don't I think that's crush societal. Funerals, by the way. I think that's a that's an untapped <laughs> business. I think I could go in. I mean, obviously and nature and nurture it's levity. both. Obviously nature and nurture it's both, but like I think there are certain things that were just intuitively Can you imagine exist. Roasting the the dead. Like right there. I mean, I like, think some people probably have that in there. Uh, these these ten uh, we sent out a ser- survey Apparently he owed this guy money. <laughs> yeah. yeah, let's rifle through his pockets. Look at him; he looks he looks dead. You know, just... I kind of think that sometimes at my dad's funeral we could have we could say some funny things. There will be. Him. I think people that gets them through it. I think at some point when they're discussing things, something will make them laugh, and that is the beginning of healing. And I I think this is an untapped market. I think every funeral should set aside a couple thousand dollars to bring in a comedian to go ahead and have at it. Yeah, I think some people might ask for that. At the very least, people would be pissed at the comedian, which then would take their grief away because now they have anger to point somewhere. (laughs) So either way, win-win. Yeah. I I think this is not a bad idea. Well, Maria, my friend, she's written out what she wants, like the music she wants for her funeral. She wants to be buried in a mushroom suit. Your friend who's in her 40s is already putting together her her funeral? Her and her husband were like talking about it. She says it's actually pretty therapeutic and kind of like peaceful to know like this is taken care of and it's taking care of her children. Like she wants to be put into a mushroom suit so that mushroom soup suit suit. She wants to be buried oh in a mushroom God, suit, of course, so that when she decomposes, beautiful mushrooms grow out of her body. This is your friend who <laughs> ate her own placenta? She did. She ate it like sashimi Dear the third time. God, <laughs> societal norms. All right. So, anything else? Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> we had to edit that entire last segment out. Uh, Went off the rails, but we'll. we'll uh, We'll, uh, you can't say that we edited something because then they're going to want to, they're going to be like, oh, we missed out on the good stuff. Well, there are certain things that they just, you know, people are going to get heated over that stuff that we were just talking about. Okay. Save it. We're, we're already over an hour. So, what, uh, that's mm-hmm. the, that's the end of the episode. So make sure you check nickhoff.com for all tickets. Sarah, are you performing anywhere? No. <laughs> no, no shows <laughs> coming up? I got uh, February 8th this Thursday in Tracy, California at the Grand Theater. Then uh, on the 9th at Gold Vibe in Grass Valley, California. And Groveland, California on the 10th at Around the Horn Brewery. Then uh, I'm with uh, Cable Guy on February 22nd and 23rd, also in California. Then I'm coming to Tennessee, right outside of Nashville, Lebanon, Tennessee, at the Cedar City Brewing, Effingham, Illinois, Muhammad, Illinois, West Bend, Wisconsin, uh, Wendover, Nevada, Tucson, Arizona, Louisville, Chicago. All those tickets are coming up uh, later in 2024 on NickHoff.com. And make sure you subscribe to my YouTube channel because my special will be coming out uh, very soon. So make sure you get on there, subscribe, watch some of the videos, pass it around to your friends, grab your spouse's phone, make them subscribe, grab your parents' phone, make them subscribe. You're out to eat with some friends, grab all their cell phones, force them to subscribe, okay? We need views on this because Big Daddy produced the whole thing himself. So get on there, get some tickets for the future shows, and in the meantime, don't forget to... Hoffcast? Doom, doom, bip! Doom, bip! Stick, come on! Doom, doom, bip! I forgot about the doom doom bip. <laughs>